The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you stuck in a health routine and don't know how to get out of it? Is keeping the weight off and living healthy a challenge? Welcome to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Your host is Marcus Aurelius. Take an hour right now and learn how to improve what you eat, how you exercise, and your everyday lifestyle. You'll look better, and more importantly, you'll feel better. Now, here is Marcus Aurelius. Well, hello, America. This is Marcus Aurelius from Elgin Fitness. I live in a small town in Texas. Uh, obviously, perspectives in he- healing or healthy. Excuse me, I'm really nervous today. I shouldn't be, but I am. This is my first show. So I'm going to start how I usually deal with all my customers. I am a health professional. I am a personal trainer. I have been for the last 30 years. I am really excited about bringing this show to the ground today because uh, there are a lot of misnomers as far as healing and healthy living go. Uh, I'm going to break the ice a little bit with my little uh, show start. This morning when I came in to start my show, they usually say to you, uh, break a leg. Well, today when I went to the office and sat down in my chair, my chair broke. So here I am, chairless. So I'm standing up giving you the show today because I couldn't find a chair. But anyway, I want to talk about perspectives about being healthy and fit. It's not easy having a, uh, being a workout person because when you come to a gym – it's all overwhelming. So where do you start? You have to understand that being healthy and uh, working out is going to alter every part of your life. Most people who want to join a gym is because they're overweight, they're too fat, they're depressed, they're dejected, and they want a new start in life. But the trouble is when it comes to choosing the right gym, we get overwhelmed by the choices that we have. Most people will go to a nice beautiful gym with all the machinery, with all the things that you need to make you look good, and lots of hype. It's all great. Yeah, i got to go here. This is great. This is great. The trouble is, is that when you sign the contract or when you join the gym, no one's there to show you how to do it. So the first thing you go to is cardio. You get on those uh, cardio machines, and then you feel so guilty that you're overweight that you beat yourself to death by overworking yourself. And then after about four or five weeks, it gets a lot really hard to continue with this. So, my, my perspective to you is this, is, is that if this is going to be such a, a life-altering decision, what you really need to do is find yourself a trainer. The first thing is, is that when you're looking for a trainer, you want someone who's experienced. You want someone who's having to go through the same battles as you are. Now, myself, as I say, I've been working out for 30 years. Uh, when I first started this gig... I wanted to be a big, huge, strong, great buff man. I came from a boarding school, so in the boarding school, what I found was I used to get bullied. So I didn't want to get bullied for the rest of my life, so I decided to be the biggest guy there was. That sort of training and that sort of perspective, uh, I would go to the gym, I would lift weights. 
The trouble was, was that I didn't know how to do that. And the place where I went, nobody else knew how to do that. They'd show me how to bench press. They'd show me how to squat. They would show me how to do deadlifts. And for 20 years, 20 years, you know, I was lifting weights, but I was doing it wrong. And I was a trainer. And then one day I met this guy called Dwayne Madeer. I met him at a competition one day. <laughs> and he told me, he said, you know, Marcus, if you knew how to lift those weights properly, you'd probably be the strongest guy here. Well, the thing is, is that you have pride. You know, I'm a trainer. I'm supposed to know what I'm doing. I'm supposed to be the strongest guy around because I work out. I work in the gym and I'm a personal trainer. And the thing is, is I got some guy who's not even a trainer telling me how to do my job. Well, it took me two years worth of pride to get over that. And then I had to contact him and say, hey, Dwayne, all right, show me what I'm doing wrong. When he showed me how to squat properly, deadlift properly, bench press properly, and how to work out properly, it changed my life. I'd like to tell you how many weights I could lift, but the problem is with that is, is that most of us being powerless, we always exaggerate our weights. If someone's telling you that they can bench five or 600 pounds, they probably can only bench four. It's just who we are. We're men. We do this. All right. So the thing is, is that I now have this gym where I train people. I train about 140 to 200 people a month. They come into my gym and I show them the experience of working out. Now, with working out, it's not something you do. It's not something you just pick up. It's something that has to become a part of your lifestyle. It's about a perspective. Now, me, I'm a man of God, all right? And what I've tried to do is get into routines. Being a Christian, you have to read the word and get into the word. Now, like most Christians, when I start reading the word of God, it in the beginning, I fall asleep. That was me snoring, by the way. And I get nothing out of it. You know, I set the time aside. I was going to do it, but I couldn't do it because, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. And I was really frustrated because when you want to become a Christian and when you want to know about the things of God, you know, you need to get in the word. But I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. So what I do now is I spend, I get up two hours earlier than everybody else in the house. Okay. So I got up early to spend time to read the word of God, put it right there in front of me, full rights to sleep. So why was that not working? It's like you when you go to a gym. You go to a gym, you work out, you do everything you can to really push yourself. And you just watch your eating and you're doing everything right. And then you go and look at the scales and boom, you put on a couple of pounds. It's like, what's up with that? Of course, the same thing happens is the more you work out, the more you put into it, the more you do the things that you're supposed to do. And the more it doesn't work, the more disillusioned you become. That's why at the beginning of each year, everyone has these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to get to the gym. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do what it takes. No matter what, I've got to lose this weight. So you go into the gym and you do everything that you're supposed to do. And it doesn't seem to work, especially for ladies, especially as we get older. It's like, what am I doing wrong? Now, the biggest trouble with younger trainers is that they have no understanding of what it is to get older. Now, I'm guilty of that. When I first started doing this training gig, you know, <laughs> I thought that if you ate right, you did everything right, and you worked hard, that you would attain your goals. But the problem is, as we get older, as life evolves in our lives, we have a lot more pressures. Pressures alter the way we think. They affect our everyday way of life. We stress eat. We stress this. We stress that. 
Am I going to have a job at the end of the day? You know, these things affect your mental attitude. I mean, I'm sure most of us go to work. We work really, really hard. <laughs> we do everything that we're supposed to do. And at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You, you just don't have the enthusiasm to go there to a gym to beat yourself up. Well, you don't have to. Working out is like a relationship. It's a perspective. Back to me when I was re reading the Word of God. You know, I asked God, I said, Lord, what's up with this? Why can I not get into this? He said to me, because the way you're doing it, you're trying too hard. I said, so what do I do? So what he said to me, he said this, get your notes from your lessons each day and then write on those notes that you took when you went to the sermon, you know, listen to the sermon, the preacher talking. I said, okay, I'll do that. So I started to do that. And when I started to do that, God started to talk to me. And before I knew where I was, I was spending the time I needed with God. Now, I want to put that to one side a minute because I want to apply that to training. Okay? The thing is, is that we have a perspective in our mind of what we should do to work out. We think of diet. We think of this. But the trouble is, is that most of us have this microwave diet idea. You put it in the microwave, put it in there for a minute, and it's done. It doesn't work like that. I know that there are quick fixes out there and there are quick diets. Well, I did this for so long and in no time at all, I lost all that weight. And I'm, you know, I'm good. But the problem is, is that when you come off of that diet, all that weight keeps coming back and you can't overcome it. And it's like, why is that? Well, the first reason that is, is because when you are overweight, your body thinks that's the weight you're supposed to be. It doesn't know any different. So when you lose all that weight, your body stresses out. So when you come off of the diet, <laughs> all that weight will come back and you can't conquer it. And it's like you keep going around in the circle. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Well, the thing is, is that what you need to try and do is set your goals right. But you need someone to educate you. You know, most of us, when we go to the gym, especially if you're older, we still think we're 17 years old. You know, when we go to the gym, we could do 20, 30, 40, 50 push-ups. No problems whatsoever. But that's not the case. You're older. You're heavier. Your attitudes are different. When I first started going to the gym, it was I wanted to be good, great, and strong so that I could attract all the women. Well, <laughs> now that I'm older... <laughs> It's totally different. I want to be fit and healthy because I want to have a long life. I don't want to be spending all my money on health care. I don't want to do that. I don't want to waste my money. I work too hard for it. I want to enjoy my life. But the thing is, is that I need to be healthy to do that. Well, being healthy is nothing to do with what you do on the outside. It has a lot more of what you do on the inside. The inside is far more important, especially as you get older. You know, when I was younger, I used to eat steak and eggs for every breakfast so it would help my workout. It didn't affect me at all. I still look good. But as I get older, I can't do that anymore. My season has changed. I'm no longer the young, buff, big guy that I used to be. I'm kind of an older man now. I mean, I'm 50 years old. Things have changed. What I used to do doesn't work now. Now, I'm in a whole different perspective. Uh, this time last year, I was a power lifter. I used to work really hard and, and lift a lot of weight. Again, I'm not going to tell you how much I lifted because it's not important. What's important is the story here and the lesson. The lesson is this. I used to spend two to three hours a day working out in the gym, working myself to lift all these huge weights. It was very, very exhausting. 
But the thing was, was that as I was getting older, I still kept to the diet of when I was 17 or 18 years old. I mean, I didn't eat junk food or anything like that, but I ate far too much protein. And the sort of protein that I ate wasn't actually that good for me because I didn't have enough um, – I couldn't digest all the, all, all the food. It made me tired. I'd get exhausted. And so at the end of the day, I was tired, and I thought to myself, you know, I should be fit. This should not happen to me. What is the problem? I'm a trainer. I should know what the problem is. I didn't. A nasty thing happened to me. Uh, about 15 years ago, I was involved in a car wreck. And um, I grew a bone spur, which grew through my neck. It kind of paralyzed me on my left-hand side. They managed to take the bone spur out. Everything was great. But I was suddenly faced with a new perspective. I couldn't return to lifting the big weights that I used to lift, but I still enjoyed working out. My perspective changed. I now had to live my life to be fitter and healthier rather than lifting up a car, which is pretty impressive when you have a 17-year-old daughter and you've got some guy coming around and he's all Mr. Macho and then you can lift his car up. I'll tell you what, they have a new respect for you when you do stuff like that. But I'm no longer that man. Things have changed. My perspective now is a healthy lifestyle. And my life has totally changed and my eating has totally changed. You know, I like to kid myself that I was a carnivore because I used to eat loads and loads of meat. The problem with that was the fact that I put on weight. My joints hurt all the time. I thought that was through the working out. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of energy. Now things have changed again. I've become a salad eater. What happened? I hate salads. I really do. With all my might, I do. But my perspectives had to change. I had to change the way I looked at things. I could no longer approach what my goals used to be because my goals had to change to what I wanted to be. I want to be around for my kids. I want to be healthy. I don't want to pay for this health care, which is ridiculous. So what I decided to do was find out more. My perspective changed. Everything about the way I thought had to change, so I changed. I don't like salads, so I had to change the way I looked at salads. When I get up in the morning, I have me a nice little bowl of oatmeal. I spend time to eat it with my family, and then I spend about 15 or 20 minutes preparing this salad, a big bowl of salad in a tupper, and I chop it up, and every day I'm putting new things into it to make the flavor different. I make it exciting. I put myself into it. I... I, I want to know what this tastes like. And then what I do is that as the day progresses, every four hours, I eat a part of that salad. Now, something really amazing happened to me. I suddenly found myself having a lot more energy. I found myself not being so tired. And I found myself not being so irritable. My workouts had to change too. Sure, I miss not lifting the big weights like I, what I used to. So what I did was that I, I changed my perspective of how I did cardio. I changed the way I did it. I changed the way that I could make it enjoyable. See, that's the problem with working out. It's not fun. For most people, it's not. Most people have to come to the gym to work out because they have issues. They have bad cholesterol. They have bad this. And unfortunately, our medical profession would love to push on us all these supplements and all these things and drugs that we can take to help us. Well, you know, you don't need to do that. 
You need to know who you are and what you're doing. You need to change your perspective. You need to change your life. I mean, if you want to be healthy and fit and every Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, you're going out with your friends drinking and doing things that you shouldn't do. Not that drinking's bad, by the way. You know, that lifestyle, it, 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 it interferes with your new lifestyle. You know, it's like having a job. If you have a job where you're doing something and you go and find another job where you're doing something else, the relationships you had with those friends at the last job aren't the same as the relationships you have with the new job. And as a result, because the new job becomes a new part of you, the old job, you lose contact with those friends. It doesn't matter how dear they were. Well, the same thing is with working out. If you're with someone who's experienced and knows what they're doing, then you, you, you can enjoy this ride. You can enjoy this. I, I have a friend of mine called uh, Joe Grimm, bless his heart. He uh, went to a gym, got himself a personal trainer, and the trainer was asking him to do all these things that were way beyond what he could do. And he told him, I can't do this stuff because his goals were different from the goals that Joe had. When you get a trainer, you need to first find out what sort of knowledge they have. You need to know what their experiences are. You need to find out what they, what they do to affect their lives. You need to know the person because when you work out, you're going to share your life with them. You're going to share who you are. You're, you're going to have build a relationship. So you need to build a relationship with someone that you like. Someone who can become a part of you. I have, as I say, I, I work out about 140 to 200 people at my gym a month. I know all their first names. I install uh, uh, information into their lives to help them, to affect them, to become a part of what they are and who they are in their lives. And the thing is, is that as our relationship goes, because they start to trust me in what they should do and what they shouldn't do, you know, we, we, we develop into something great. The things in their lives start to change. You know, when you become healthy, when you become fitter, your mind, your perspective, it starts to change. If you're depressed and things aren't working out and you're stressed out, you need to start working out because it changes your concept. It changes who you are. And the thing is, is that who you are now doesn't like going to the gym. That's not the person that you want going to the gym. You need to change who you are. You need to change your perspective. You need to become a part of something different. You need to change everything. That's why perspectives when you're working out change all the time. I'm going to go back to my relationship with God. You know, I have a great time with the Lord every morning. It's not a choice. It's not something I choose to do. It has now become a routine in my life. It's become a part of me. Have you ever noticed that? When you go to work, you come home, you do the same things. You do, you know, when, especially when you're older, you know, you've got to feed the kids. You've got to go to their games. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. There's so many things that you've got to do. So those things are always a great excuse not to go to the gym because it's a choice. But if you get up early, if you set a time apart, a certain amount of time to spend on yourself where you can work out, it no longer becomes a choice. It becomes a routine. It becomes a part of you. When it becomes a part of you and a part of your routine, it becomes who you are. When you become that person that gets up and loves going to the gym because he enjoys it, your workout totally changes. Your attitude changes. Your perspective changes. The thing is, is that a gym is a great place to make new friends. Now, I only have a small gym, but everybody in the gym is all friendly with each other. They were people who never knew each other. But, you know, I have a certain attitude of how I deal with people. I try and encourage them. I'm mean to them. 
But the thing is, is, is that I meet them where they're at. I meet them at an individual level. And as a result, because it's so individual, it becomes personal to them. When it becomes personal, there's nothing that they cannot do. Uh, on my webpage, elginfitness.net, I have like, I think about 120 to 200 referrals of people whose lives I've changed. If you get a chance to look at that, I would be really, really grateful. Um, this show to begin off with is uh, me trying to know who you are, uh, get over my nerves, obviously, because this is something I've never done before, although I do it all the time. Uh, it's, I want you to know me. So if you go to elginfitness.net, that's my webpage for my gym, you'll see about what I do and the people's lives I've affected. Uh, I also have another Facebook page. It's called Elgin Fitness. In there, you'll, have, you'll see a lot about me, a lot about things I try to encourage people with because it's so important to encourage. The thing about working out is remaining encouraged. It's, it's hitting goals. It's setting the right goals. It's so important to have the right goals in your life, that when you have the right goals, you have a path to follow. When you follow that path, everything changes. Well, anyway, as I say, this is a new show for me, so I want to build on this perspective thing. So uh, I have about 30 seconds until my uh, break. We're going to go to break. I'll be able to regroup myself and go further where I want to go. So please, uh, if you want to know more about me, look at my webpage. Elginfitness.net. If you want to know uh, about my Facebook, it's also at Marcus Aurelius 62. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you figured out what's not working in your life? Could you use a little help? Join your host, Tamaran, for Let's Figure It Out. Tamaran has had both highs and lows in her life. She uses her experiences to teach you some basic techniques on how to live a better life through health, relationships, and more. Her guests also come from the health and wellness industry, and together, Tamaran and her guests will help you get your life on the right path. Let's Figure It Out airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. 
Now back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Well, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing with my engineer about my uh, falling over my own mouth when I'm talking, so uh, you'll excuse me again, as I say. But we're talking about perspectives, about being healthy and about being fit. It's not something you do. It's not a choice you make. It's a lifestyle. Finding the right sort of lifestyle to fit into the goals where you want to head to. If you're looking for uh, uh, being that person, you know, the healthy guy, the guy with all the energy, the good look guy, you know, you have to alter your lifestyle accordingly. You can't go back out drinking. You can't go out eating all these expensive meals. You know, you have to be careful what you eat. But the thing is, saying that, you don't want to be a prisoner to your diet. If you do that, when you sin or when you do something wrong in your diet, you're going to beat yourself up. And that's not where you want to be. So, again, in the first segment, I said that working out is nothing to do with what you do on the outside. Especially as you get older, it's more to do with what you do on the inside. Now, when I start working people out, I have noticed something that's really unreal is that not everybody reacts the same way to the same diet. You know, there are lots of choices out there. There's the Atkins, there's the Mediterranean, there's the vegetarian. There's so many different choices. And everybody's always got someone to say, oh, yeah, look what happened to me when I did this. You know, it's a commercial. It doesn't always work. And, of course, that's why. Why does that not always work? I know when I was studying nutrition, I tried to uh, do a lot of the things that was recommended for me to do. And funny enough, a lot of the stuff that I was recommended to do didn't work for me. The reason it didn't work for me is because of who I am, the way I am. God created me as an individual, as he created you as an individual. So what I usually try and do when I start people working out is to get them healthy. Most of us have digestive systems or uh, uh, the way we eat our food is full of so much fat, unproductive fat, by the way, and so much sugar that our digestive system gets bogged down. You know, non-prescription drugs for uh, Tums and uh, all the other stuff that helps your stomach, you know, they're the biggest selling non-prescription drugs in the nation because most of us don't know how to eat right. Now, in Europe, it's a little different. Because if you go to England, the food is boring, but people are used to eating that type of food. You know, roast beef, Yorkshire pudding, fish and chips. So as a result, their diet reflects the way they live. If you go to the Middle East, it tends to be more, you know, vegetables, fish, no cows, you know, goat. If you go to uh, the Far East, it tends to be, yeah, I don't know, Chinese food. <laughs> I've never been there, so I don't know. But it is a way that they live. All right. But when you come to America, it doesn't matter where you're from. We have such an incredible selection of food. I think that America is the only country in the whole wide world where you can drive through to get your food. I mean, there are certain drive through restaurants where they have drive throughs. I mean, really? Are you kidding me? So what's wrong with these fast foods? Well, the trouble is, as we get older, we don't feed ourselves. We eat food because we're hungry. And our body has needs, so our stomach says, okay, time to eat. I want to eat. And, of course, you're too busy to work. You're working so hard that you forget, and then you suddenly you're overcome with these hunger pangs. So you grab the nearest available thing to eat. Well, there's nothing at the office, so you're driving the car, and I know I've got to eat healthy, so I'll go to Subway. 
Nah, I need some meat. I'll go to Sonic. No, I'll go to McDonald's. Whatever. You have all these choices. I'll get the salad. Really? Is that eating healthy? No, it's not. Look, what you need to do, if working out is going to be such a big part of your life, you need to get yourself on a proper eating regime. The best way I've found to eat, and this applies to everybody, is not to just eat three meals a day, but to eat every four hours. I'm going to tell you something that's pretty amazing. You actually burn more calories digesting your food than you can when you go to a gym. What a fantastic concept that is. But you've got to think of your stomach. It's an individual organ. okay? So if you're going to go to the gym and you're going to work yourself out and you're going to really, really tire yourself out, when you come home after working out, you're so exhausted, you can't cook the food, you can't take care of the kids, you can't do anything. So what are you going to do? Well, they got to eat. <laughs> so the first thing you're going to do, the cheap food, the chips, this, that, the easy stuff, the fat foods. That's where we fall down. What you need to do is organize yourself. As I say, it's about perspective. I don't like salads. I don't. I hate them. But I made them enjoyable because I put myself into them. And because I don't have time during the day to eat, what I do is I get me a big old tupper. And I put the salads in there, as I said in the first part of the segment. And then I eat every four hours. I also have some nuts with me. I put some meat in the salad. I do all kinds. I make it a mismatch. But the thing is, because I've created something, I enjoy it all that much more. It changes my perspective of how I see what I eat. What I'm saying to you is when you go to the gym and you see all these fit people and you feel intimidated, don't. You know, we all had to start out somewhere. When it comes to diet, most people would rather beat themselves up and work too hard that, when it, that they feel that they can cheat when it comes to eating. You know what I'm talking about. You know, oh, I'll have that piece of chocolate cake. I'll just do an extra hour and a half on the treadmill. Well, guess what? You're never going to find that extra hour and a half to work on the, on the uh, treadmill. <laughs> I mean, you have great intentions. But remember what I was saying in the first part? If it comes to choices... Choices are always going to be a no-no. It has to become a way of life. If you change your perspective about working out, about making it enjoyable. You know, I work out this. I have a, my hero is a, a young lady by the name of Zelfa Carter. She is 95 years old. She's my hero because she comes to the gym religiously because she's bringing up a 13-year-old boy. I mean, unbelievable. And this 95-year-old lady can can outwork the 13-year-old. Why? Because of her perspective. She knows what it is to work. She knows what it is to attain goals. And she knows how to work within her parameters. You know, if you want to do a half hour on the treadmill and it gets too much, stop. Take a break. You're doing the work. You really are. So what you need to do is take breaks until you can build up, till you can do half an hour on the treadmill. Then you've also got to find a, a, a schedule on the treadmill that works for you. I'm going to tell you, sitting down walking on a treadmill can be the most boring thing in the world. So you've got to find things to make it encouraging, to encourage yourselves. You've got to have relationships with people so you can talk to the guy on the treadmill because you know him. Or you can, you can listen to your iPod or you can do things that make it fun. But don't go with this religious intent to do something because if you do, you're going to fail. You know, when I was asked to do this show, I didn't want to do it in January because I realized that people wouldn't have an understanding or a perspective of what it is 
to work out. They just want to lose weight, so they're going to go, go. Now you've signed up into a year on a year and a half contract, and you can't get out of it, and you're not going for the rest of the year. No, you don't want to do that. What you want to do is take small steps. I know it's expensive to have a trainer. I know it's very expensive to have an experienced trainer. But let me put it in perspective for you. Is it cheaper to pay more for a trainer to help you go to where you need to go than it is to go to a doctor's visit? I mean, I have my mother just went to have a uh, had to be star flighted to uh, Austin, which is about 30 miles away from where I live, because she wasn't looking after herself and she wouldn't listen to the advice. She knew more than we did. Well, that little trip cost her about forty thousand dollars. I tell you what, that's a lot cheaper to have a trainer than it is to pay $40,000. So it's about perspective. How much do you want to pay for your health care? How much do you want to pay for those drugs? How much? Well, me, I'm Jewish I, in, in the way I look at things. I don't want to be spending my money to make somebody else money. I want to spend it on myself and my family so that I can have a good life and a good family. You know, it's like debt. Debt is like working out. It, some, we, we, we make decisions, oh, I've got to have this car, I've got to have this, I've got to have that. You know, it all looks really, really good. But when you come down to the point where you've got this wonderful brand new truck in the driveway, which you're paying like five or $600 now for each month, and it needs a new set of tires, guess what? You can't pay for the tires because you're paying $600 a month on a new truck. Perspective. You see what I'm saying? I have an older truck. I have a, a 1998 Z71. It's just like me. It's old. It's big. And it's free. It doesn't cost me nothing. I didn't pay nothing for it because I bought it. But I love my truck, and my truck loves me. You know, I spend money on it. I spend time with it. And it works, runs great, but I don't have a payment. But it looks brand new. It looks like it just came out of the shop. And when something breaks down because I don't have a car payment, I can pay to get it fixed. Now, obviously, I look after my truck well enough that it's not always in the shop. The same with you. Let's change perspective here a minute. How many of you out there have a car? And you look after your car better than you look after yourself. Guess what? You're still living with yourself 10 years down the road. That car is probably in the, in the scrap heap. You know, uh, the other day I was getting some parts for my truck and I was looking at the field of broken dreams. All these cars, these beautiful cars, which are all smashed up and broken up and just nothing. You know, there was a time in that truck's life or that car's life where someone would pay four or $500 to keep that thing nicely polished Nicely cleaned, you know, pay the payments, $400 a month, and now it's just a piece of tin, and they probably don't even remember it. Look at yourself. I mean, really think to yourself. Where are you going to be 10 years down the road? Earlier in the show, I was talking about myself, about how huge I was. I mean, I was big. I was very, very strong, you know, and I worked out a, di a, a different type of way. You know, I was trying to get bigger and bigger and, and, and stronger and stronger. And I had to go cut some trees in my yard. And what happened was that, as I said, I had a car wreck 15 years ago, and a, a bone spur had grown into my spinal column. So I was cutting these trees down, and suddenly I lost all the feeling in my left side. Now, I've had an operation, and I'm, I'm fine now. But, you know, my perspective ha was forced to change. I say that, and I want to share this with you, that all of us are invincible, until something happens. It could be a car wreck. It could be like uh, uh, something, a health thing, uh, a cancer. It could be anything. It could be the death of a beloved one, anything. 
something is going to happen in your life to change you. Now, interesting fact. If you're flying an airplane and something goes wrong, you've got an 80% chance of recovering that plane. If you're flying an airplane and two things go wrong, you've got a 20% chance of recovering that airplane. If in your life you're not looking after yourself and something affects you, how are you going to recover from that? What is your chance of survival? What responsibilities do you still have to maintain but you're unable to because of your health condition? Now you understand why health and wellness is so important. I mean, we have to make this a way of life. We have to change our perspective. We have to know who we are. Now, you can be healthy and you can be fit. And you don't can do it without beating yourself up. You can do it without setting your goals too high. You can do it by getting advice. That's what trainers are there for. Now, I have usually found – now, this is just an experiment, and I'm not saying that this is right – a lot of the things I'm talking about are experienced, things I've found. It may not fit into the norm, and I may not even agree with it, but it's things i found. Usually, usually, the best type of trainers are, gyms, are, are, are gym owners, the people that don't have the new high expensive stuff. They're people that need you as a person. There's someone who wants to relate to you and exchange their experiences for a, you know, for, a, for, a, for a fee. Now, unfortunately, I'm a terrible businessman when it comes to that because I get so involved with my customers that sometimes I just work them out because I just love them. It's hard. I can't help who I am. That's just what I do. So that's why I have a business partner who takes care of that for me because I can't do that. But look. People with experience are the people that you want. It's not about the latest equipment. It's not about all these newfangled machinery and all these new expensive machines that people have. You know, they're all well and good. It's not even about the showers. It's about getting results. It's about finding a perspective in your life that you can work with. I like working with people. That's why I have a gym. I love sharing myself and I love sharing my knowledge. Now, I have to compete against some really, really high-class gyms, but I'm still successful because I have personal involvement with the people that I'm working out with. I have a loyal base, a loyalty base. And I, 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 my best form of advertising is the results that I attain from the people that I work out. Again, if you check my webpage at elginfitness.net, you will see some of the testimonies there. I actually have so many more but I don't have the time to put them in my computer. You know, I want this show to be something that encourages you. I want you to be encouraged. I want to encourage you to ask me questions because you need to change your perspective as far as working out goes. You need to find out who you are. You know, if you're tired after work and you need to work out, but you'd rather go home and spend time with your family, you know, that's a great legitimate excuse. But... If it's part of your routine, you've already accounted for that time. You can go to the gym and work out and then go see your family and still have time to do the same things and the right things. I've noticed something about routines. You know, as I've gotten older, I am the world's worst for losing my car keys. I hate it. It drives me up the wall. I'm always losing them. So what I've done, I've got into a routine. When I come home, I put my keys on the table 
with my glasses. Because as I've got older, I had to wear glasses. Oh, I do not like wearing glasses. But I wear glasses. And as a result, because I'm not used to them, I always misplace them. So what I've done is I've got myself into a routine to leaving them in certain places. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. There are all kinds of issues which can affect our relationships, our families, our workplaces, and communities. Tune into Breakthrough with Michael Pippich for a clearer understanding to what these issues of modern life are and what kind of solutions are being presented and discussed. Michael and his guests will talk about teen suicide, PTSD, alcohol and drug abuse, bipolar disorders, and more. It's deeper understanding of our life and healing. Breakthrough with Michael Pippich is heard every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Why do people behave the way they do? The study of human behavior is one of the most interesting facets of life. Human behavior gets played out in a limitless number of ways. Now, there's a radio program that explains the why and the how of what we do. Human Behavior, What a Trip, is hosted by Dr. Jonathan Brower and will include interesting guests as well as call interaction from people like you. Let's have fun with this together. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Well, hello again. I'm sorry I got cut off last time because I was rambling too much. Again, I'm going to bring the show back to perspectives. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I seem to have got on a track about this. If you have any questions, please call me at one 472 or 1-866-472-591. I would love to hear your calls. I would love to hear you know, your issues that you're having with training because you know, the more questions you ask your trainer about issues that you have, the more information that you can attain and use. One of the biggest problems I find about being a trainer is is that they naturally assume I know what they're thinking and feeling. That's not true. We don't. Please, communicate. If the exercise is too hard, say, hey, this is too hard. Or if you're not reaching the right goals, please, (laughs) why am I not getting where I want to go? You know, again, I'm going to share with you a funny story. I have this wonderful lady that I work out. I really love her. She is just the greatest. And she had this problem of not being able to uh, lose the weight. And I said to her, well, honey, if you're eating right and doing all the things that you're supposed to do, then this should work. If not, we're going to have to change your diet. She said, okay, I-, I-, I will get together and we'll do this later on. As I said, the thing about diets, people would rather work out than deal with the diet. But anyway, story is this. So that night, I go up to the game, uh, Elgin High School, playing this team. And uh, uh, I went up to go see her, see how she was doing. Well, 
<laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing because I shouldn't give away the punchline. So I go up there and she's going, hey, Marcus, come over here, come over here. And as I come over there, I look what she's eating. She's got this great big thing of nacho chips with cheese and extra jalapenos and a huge diet soda. And I said, no wonder your diet's not working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said that to bring you to this. It was a choice. She was making choices that weren't beneficial to her because it wasn't a part of her lifestyle. When you do not have a lifestyle, you're subject to bad decisions. Those bad decisions always, always uh, 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 affect you know, your goals. So that's why you have to make routines. Okay. Now, again, I want to talk about uh, diets. I want to talk about uh, all types of uh, uh, way you're eating. What you want to try and do, the biggest thing about, you know, I've found my experience, not that I'm right, my experience, I have found that most people that have sort, a sort of cancer is because their diets are too acidic. Uh, hello? Are too acidic. So uh, what I'm saying is this. is Oh, we've got some people calling, I believe. Uh, what I'm saying is this, is, is that if you start with a basic salad and move on from there, what I'm saying is, is that if you start with a nice, easy, basic salad and you have eat every four hours, then in the evening when you eat with your family, you can have something a little different. You know, you can have something that's not quite on your plan because you need to make your food interesting. You need to make it fun. But you also need to stay from these away from these foods with extra salt, extra sugar extra chemical ingredients, hydrogenated fats for one. You need to stay away from that, okay? So uh, the biggest problem most people have are diet sodas. Diet sodas are incredibly, incredibly addictive. Most people, when they start drinking diet sodas, they try to, they, you know, uh, they do it because it says diet, the magic word diet. If it's diet, you drink this stuff, it's good. You're going to lose weight. It doesn't work. I hate to tell people this, and I show that, but it's a true fact. UT did a study of people that drank diet sodas over regular sodas. The people that drank the diet sodas were twice the size of the people that drank the regular sodas. Why do you think that was? Hmm. I'm not a great lover of aspartame. I really am not. And I do not like sodas because they get very, very addictive. I have a lot of ladies that I work out who suffer from things like fibromyalgia. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. There are all kinds of issues which can affect our relationships, our families, our workplaces, and communities. Tune into Breakthrough with Michael Pippich for a clearer understanding to what these issues of modern life are and what kind of solutions are being presented and discussed. Michael and his guests will talk about teen suicide, PTSD, alcohol and drug abuse, bipolar disorders, and more. It's deeper understanding of our life and healing. Breakthrough with Michael Pippich is heard every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Why do people behave the way they do? The study of human behavior is one of the most interesting facets of life. 
Human behavior gets played out in a limitless number of ways. Now, there's a radio program that explains the why and the how of what we do. Human Behavior, What a Trip, is hosted by Dr. Jonathan Brower and will include interesting guests as well as call interaction from people like you. Let's have fun with this together. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. I'm sorry, people. I kind of lost track of you there because I pressed the wrong button apparently. <laughs> I may be a great uh, uh, personal trainer, but I'm terrible at this newfangled technology. But you know what? As I have evolved in my training, I've had to have in- incorporate other things to help me, you know, like the radio, the, uh, the Facebook, the Internet. These are things I don't like. They're like dinosaurs to me. You know, I'm a dinosaur. But the thing is, is that if I want to be successful in what I do and in my show, then I have to adopt these things. So I've had to change my perspective. We all have to change our perspective when it comes to a lot of things, especially for when it comes to things that are good for us. Now, unfortunately, most of us have lifestyles that aren't very healthy to our uh, demeanor or uh, uh, our goals. So I'm saying to you this. If you really want to get healthy and if you really want to get fit, then you really do have to change your goals. You have to change. Sometimes you're going to have to change your friends. You're going to have to change the way you do things. If you have a family, you know, it's good to get that family involved with what you're doing. Work out as a family. You know, in the Christian world, we have a a saying, the family that prays together stays together. You know, when you're working out with your kids, it encourages them to do it as a part of their lifestyle. It becomes a part of their routine, not a choice. Now, most kids I know get kind of lazy when it comes to uh, working out because they're having to do something they're not used to. They're having to work. You know, when I was a kid, I had to struggle to make my own way, not because of my parents were bad, but because, you know, like you or me, you know, I struggled to make a living. So there's things that I couldn't afford. So I had to come up with the right uh, perspective in that if I got myself a job, then I could get those things. You know, when I was 17 years old, my father gave me a car. It was a brand new car. And for the first two weeks, I really, really enjoyed it. It was a wonderful car. I loved it. But after about four months, I got bored with it. So I didn't clean it as often. I didn't, it, it became a piece of trash. But I noticed that when I bought my first car, it had meaning. Now it was a piece of junk when I first got it. <laughs> oh my God. It was a Rolls Canardly. You know, I used to say to people, what car do you have? And I'd say, it's a Rolls. Oh, a Rolls Royce? I said, no, a Rolls Canardly. What's a Rolls Canardly? It rolls down one hill, can hardly get up the next. <laughs> But I love that car because it cost me something. You know, the thing is, is that for us to get involved with our training and what we do, it has to cost you something. It, you have to expend the time so that you can appreciate it. You have to, you have to understand 
that for something to be worth anything, it has to cost you something. For you to invest in your healthcare, then you have to spend each month out of your paycheck something. So you appreciate it more. Now look, working out, it's gonna, it's not cheap, it's gonna cost you. But the thing is, if, if it was free, you would take it for granted. Now, that's why I don't like contracts in most cases is because you have all the initiative in the world to do the right thing and join a gym. When you join the gym, they put you in a contract. But the problem with the contract is, is that unless you're getting the right motivation, after three or four months, you're never going to go to the gym again, but you're still going to be paying for it. So you've just written that off in your mind. That's not a clever thing to do. It's not a, not, not a good thing to do. So I'm going to uh, uh, talk to you about what I want you to do is this. Is, is that if you're in a contract now and you're not going to the gym, you need to really get yourself a trainer. You need to get enthused. You need to find someone to help you reach your goals, okay? It's really, really important that you do that. If you're not eating right, then you need to find a way to eat right. You need these things to help you. It's not wrong to get helps to help you in your life. It's not wrong to get advice to help you make the right decision to what gym you go to. It's not wrong to seek how to eat right. My, the, the goal of this show is for you to call me up, for you to talk to me, for you to be encouraged because I want you to have any question that you like about health and fitness and I guarantee you that I can probably answer it. If not, I can find the information to help you. I am here for you. I want to be available for you. I, need, I know what it's like to give up on your dreams. I know what it's like not to reach the goals that you hope to. It, it, it's a little bit debilitating and it takes away from who you are. But I don't want you to be like that. I want you to be excited about working out. I want you to be excited about getting a new perspective to help you in the direction in which you need to go to. I want you to know what it's like to have uh, a perspective as far as working out, okay? I want you to have these things. I really do. And I want to be a help that you can use to help yourself, okay? I have 30 years of experience. I have 30 years of knowledge. On my, way, on my uh, Facebook page at Elgin Fitness, I have a lot of encouraging things to help you, okay? I want to be there for you. Now, if you want help with your diet and stuff like that, there's things that I can help you with. There's places I can show you to go. There are things that I have at my disposal to help you, okay? Now, before I go, I want to I talk to you about uh, two books that I've found that have really helped me and been uh, like a Bible to me to help me. As far as uh, books go, there are a lot of health books out there. A lot of them really are too, too complicated, a lot too, way too complicated. And the reason they're complicated is because they're written without understanding. Now, the first book about healthy living is a book written by Linda Page, uh, Healthy Healing, it's called. I'm going to tell you something. This book is very easy to understand. It gives you a lot of information about getting older, about working out, about problems that you should have. I'm telling you, it's one of the best books I've ever come across. I use it as a Bible all the time for people that who have ailments and problems but it looks like my time is up and i would like to wrap this show up please if you have any questions email me call me whatever it takes i'd love to hear from you and this is marcus signing off goodbye
Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Marcus Aurelius for another edition of I Don't Want to Be Fat next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And live better. Better.